Welcome to Adulting 101, a weekly workshop-style podcast bringing you motivation, guidance, and step-by-step instructions on how to navigate the world of adulthood. You're listening to episode 106, How to Make 2019 Your Year. Look, I get it. A real-life millennial myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the decisions of adulthood with no clear sense of what the results may be. I'm Danielle, your host, a mindset coach, yoga instructor, and small business owner here to share my struggles along this journey, providing you with the tools and confidence you need to start living your best life. So without further ado, let's hop into the episode. So you might have thought this episode was going to have an interview, but... Nah, not this week. I'm switching it up a little bit, mostly because the interview I had scheduled didn't work out. But rather than find some random person on the internet to interview, I decided that, hmm, quality is actually important to me. And so I decided to bump everything in my content schedule up by a week. And so this week we're going to do something very necessary for this time of year and super important for self-reflection. Why, you might be asking? That's because we're nearly six months through the year and chances are you haven't even stopped to think about what you've done, what you haven't done, what still needs to get done. And so now you might be thinking, wow, what have I gotten done in this time and what do I still need to do in the next six months? Maybe the first six months of 2019 were great for you. And maybe you're feeling a lot of momentum moving into these next six months but maybe not. And if that's the case, that's okay too, because you still have half a year left. We get trapped in this idea when things don't go the way we anticipated and we just tell ourselves like, ugh, there's always next year, I guess. But I don't want you to give up because just because you aren't where you wanna be right now, that doesn't mean you can't get there. It simply just means you're not there yet. And so while we're here and we're talking about this, I'm going to take this opportunity to shamelessly promote my Facebook community once again. Why? Because it's awesome. And if you aren't already in it, you're actually missing out. We are winding down in the 30 days to design a life you love challenge, but honeys, it doesn't end there. This group is here forever to foster and support a wonderful community of women, of driven ladies who are ready to take control and start living their best lives. And so... If you're sick of feeling stuck, if you're tired of feeling like something is missing in your life and you're simply just seeking some support, some feedback, and some perspective on your seemingly endless list of problems, girl, this is it. I am here to help you. The girls inside the space are here to help you. And I would love to have you join. So just search The Purposeful Millennial on Facebook or you can click the link in the description of this episode. Anyways, we're going to get back into what we're here to talk about today, our mid-year check-in. So... Let's get you closer to where you want to be. Here are my four best tips on how to do that. Number one, I want you to start with thinking about what are your goals. I'm hoping that those of you who listen to this podcast have a list of goals that you made back in January. And if that's the case, I want you to reassess how the results from those have differed from what you intended back in January. Because at the end of the day, you need to be intentional in all that you do. And so if you have found success in what you set out to achieve, the tendency is to relax and be like, oh, well, I did the thing. It's over. But nah, we still have work to do, sister. We need to hold on to that momentum. If you maybe haven't had success, the tendency is also to just be like, ah, well, it didn't work. And then to just give up. But nah, girl, there is still work to do. And if you are in the camp that... Maybe you didn't have any goals written down at all. Well then, honey, buckle up because this is it. I want you to ask yourself right now, what do I want to do? What do I want to do in the next six months? What do I want to create? What do I want to create in the next six months? 
and then ask yourself, what is truly possible for the rest of this year? What do I want to achieve and what can I realistically achieve? If you're anything like me, you're probably really bad at setting these big lofty goals that just end up leaving you feeling disappointed because you can't achieve all of these crazy things that you wanted to. So no, I'm not saying be unmotivated, be lazy, set small goals. Like we need to push ourselves, but we also need to be realistic. I'm actually working with a coach right now who has provided me with this sort of structure that's really helpful for me when it comes to setting goals and I'd like to share it with you. And so essentially the idea is that we need to set goals for ourselves that are reasonable, realistic, and 100% attainable. But then we also need to set stretch goals for ourselves. So what is realistic for me? What feels comfortable? And then what would be absolutely amazing if I could achieve it? So an example that I'm working on in my business right now has to do with a new monthly membership program that I'm launching. And so people will pay a monthly fee to have access to my membership community. And essentially the goal I have set is to have five founding members within the next month or so join that program. So that is my reasonable attainable goal. And then from there, my stretch goal would be 20 members. So it would be absolutely amazing if I could get 20 members and I'm going to aim for getting those 20 members. But as long as I get five, I am still reaching my goal. 20 is the stretch. So I want you to think about that in your life, in the things you've set out to do. Maybe it's saving a certain amount of money, how much money would be realistic versus how much money would feel amazing to be able to save. Um, I can't think of any other examples off the top of my head, but you essentially get the idea. I want you to set a goal that's realistic, that's comfortable, and then also set a second goal, make that the one you're working towards, and then you will hit the other one along the way. From there, we'll move into step two, which is to really think about your feelings. How are you feeling about the last six months right now? How do you want to be feeling in the next six months? What is it going to take for you to either continue to feel that way or start to feel that way? That's going to depend on whether or not things have been going well for you up to this point. And maybe just asking yourself what needs to change, what needs to stay the same. And so a good exercise for this is to really come into the vision and vision cast what it is you want the next six months to look like. So you can literally close your eyes here as long as you're not driving, or you can just like think about it in your head if you are driving. I just want you to ask yourself, What is my vision for the next six months? What am I working for? When I think of my best self, how do I feel? How do I show up? What does that look like? Because if your vision isn't clear, your goals are not going to work. And so you need to think about how you are feeling versus how you want to be feeling and what it's going to take to get you there. Naturally, this leads me right into tip number three, which is to make a plan. We often say to ourselves, like, I really want to do X, Y, Z. I want to run a marathon. I want to get a new job. I want to start my own business. But I want you to ask yourself, what is it going to take to get to that goal? If you want to lose 10 pounds, what's that going to take? If you want to get a promotion at work, what's that going to take? If you want to start a business, what's that going to take? How do you do it? Well, let's talk about planning. First, we have to start at the end of our goal. What is your goal? What do you want? And more importantly, why do you want to achieve it? Once you've got a very clear picture of what it is you want and why it is you want it, you can then go to the beginning. Starting from where I'm at right now, what resources, what tools, what techniques am I going to need in order to get started? What habits do I have that I'm going to need to get rid of? Or what new habits do I need to adopt? How can I make a plan to stay on track in course of the direction that I want to get to? 
Because obviously, if you're listening to this and you're like, ah, I haven't really done what I wanted to do this year, obviously what you've been doing isn't working. So you really want to ask yourself what needs to change. Too often we think that not achieving what we want to means that we're a failure, but it's literally just the opportunity to show yourself what it is that you need to change. Is this making sense? I hope this is making sense. Six months is literally so much time, people. Do you know what you can get done in six months? Do you know what you can get done in like two hours when you're under a time crunch and you have to get things done? Six months is so much time. If you're listening to this podcast, you are probably like me. You are ambitious. You are driven. You want what's best for you and you deserve the best. And so I want you to have the best. And so my last tip is this. In the next six months, I want you to be focusing on having fun. If you're someone who hustles all the time in work, in life, in relationships, I know it can get freaking hard. It's hard to step outside of those roles that we have for ourselves and to understand that sometimes it's okay to not be doing things all the time. I was thinking about this this last weekend when I was doing two private yoga classes back to back. I had to drive from one to the other and I started thinking to myself like, oh my God, wow, this is so fun. I'm so grateful for this job. But then I'm also thinking like, wow, this is so exhausting. And then while I'm driving, I'm thinking about how I need to post about it on Instagram. And then I'm voice noting all of these thoughts that are running through my head. And then I'm thinking about how all the time when I find myself with nothing to do, I'm always making work for myself. Is anyone else like this? I start thinking about the guilt that I've always associated with this need to be doing and how anytime I have downtime, I turn it into activity time and I start cleaning the house and doing this and doing that. And so if this is resonating with you and you're thinking like, wow, I do that too. I want you to make sure that in the next six months you are focusing on having some freaking fun and letting yourself relax. Schedule it into your calendar if you have to. Call a friend, book a trip. It doesn't matter. I just want you to freaking make some time for you to have some fun, to actually relax and to actually do nothing because saying this to you right now, I am committing to doing the same. I want you to get to 2020 and to be able to say to yourself, wow, look at everything I've got done. You have six entire months. Remember back to January 1st, you probably had all this energy being like, 2019 is going to be my year. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to get so much done. I'm going to do this, this, and this. And now you're stressing out because you're like, I didn't do any of these things yet. Or maybe you're killing it and you're like, wow, 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 go me. It's 2019. I'm killing it. Or maybe you're somewhere in between those two attitudes. Either way, ladies, it doesn't matter. Please, please, please do not waste these next six months. You have six months to make 2019 your year or to continue making 2019 your year. And I want to ask you this one last question. What are you going to choose to do, my friend? Let's freaking get out there. Let's freaking get it. 2019 is our year. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. If you enjoyed this episode, please hop on iTunes, leave me a rating or review, or share this link with a friend that you think could benefit from my content. If you wanna connect with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram, that's at Lifestyle by Design Studio. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lifestyle by Design Studio. Or you can connect to my personal channels on Twitter and Snapchat, that's at Danielle Ryan, Danielle two A's. I look forward to chatting with all of you and I'll talk to you again next week. Take care.